0: Listening to the North Shore Nine podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS Nine Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks!
1: Yo, welcome to NS Nine Live. I am your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me tonight, we have Tyler, aka Wagner to Cutch, aka Wagner to Hopeless. A.K.A. I'm probably on my 10th beer. How it do, baby?
0: Know what, Donardo? Just a couple headband guys doing headband guy things.
1: I don't know, man. I woke up feeling dangerous today.
0: Dangerous. I don't know. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling it, Nardog. Oh, man. We're looking good. Ooh. Oh, I pulled that off.
1: Might even throw a couple touchdowns tonight. I don't know.
0: I might. Ooh. Ooh man, I did wake up feeling dangerous like i like I said earlier, it pulls it off for guys with bad hairlines like myself
1: mm mm i can't I can't quite relate,
0: but I don't know if I can figure out how to work it.
1: I think uh, it also pulls off for guys who don't get haircuts as often as they should, so there's also that
0: yeah, well, in Ohio, we do what we want, man.
1: <laughs> well,
0: in Florida, we kind of do what we want also. Damn, but you gotta shut down It's a tough life for you, man. Yeah, you know.
1: I'll tell you, it's always kind of been my oh. my trick. Although I I pretty much wear the hat all the time now, exclusively, but Oh yeah. I'd always joke with, you know, people who actually know I'm like, you know, when I'm on stream and you see the hat, it's typically because I haven't gotten a haircut in a while. When I get when I get it no. cut, no hat. Definitely gotta, you know, you gotta flaunt it, show it off a little bit. But, you know, you go three, four Five weeks sometimes. Yeah, it's it's all hats. Hats and headbands now. Bro,
0: I roll that four-week haircut, but I'm also balding. So (laughs) it is what it is. So. As soon as they get this headband, there we go. Oh, we look good.
1: Oh, that's hot. That's sexy, man.
0: I know. I woke up feeling dangerous.
1: Imagine being the smartest Pirates fan in the world
0: and looking that good. You know what? You better hope GQ don't hire me away from you.
1: I just know October 8th, we're starting NS9 Jeopardy once again. But I don't know. Maybe we should actually be going into the dating game. I mean, ladies, 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 look at that. (laughs) Oh, man, now you just now you just flash the Keystone light. You're done. (laughs) You're done unless they're like.
0: A dab on my friends. You're done. That's nah, just rude. So how's it going, Tyler? You know what, order. I think we watch as many pirates games this week as well, I think we each watched the same amount of pirates games this week
1: tonight. <laughs> yeah. Do uh do I have to make a confession as well live on on air right now? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. All right. Yeah, I will admit. I, uh, tonight was the first game I watched all week and just, you know, work's been hell stuff outside of life. You know, I've been very, very busy, very, very tired, even on. So like even Monday night, I had both games on the Pirates and, uh, well, Steelers game. I didn't even make it through. I fell asleep the second game, but I had a see the game on. So I was like oh, passively God watching the- it. I'll be honest. Those tweets, if you want to go back on Monday night, the mm. only reason I tweeted those was because MLB like at bat alerted me that whatever was happened, and
0: I was like, "Oh, okay, right, Josh Bell, he's back." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I kind of forgot the Pirates existed for a few days. Mm. I like think uh, the Pirates, look, it's existed. it is the first week of football, and I feel like we all been just gearing up for it. So right. it is what it is. Pirate. If the Pirates are in a different boat. It, it, Maybe it's a different story, but they're not. They're in that boat that's sinking.
1: And I mean, I think it's fair to say, too. I mean, it's the first way. The NFL week one is just an anomaly. You know, I mean, that's partly why, of course, last week we kind of scrambled and said, all right, we got to do the show at seven because there's no way we're competing with, you know, what was it? The Texans and Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to get a view. Uh so I mean like week one of NFL is just a novelty, You know, everyone's hyped for it. NFL is king. I mean, regardless that we're a baseball podcast, NFL is king. We understand that. It's week one. Yeah, I was watching. I'll be honest. I had NFL on the TV, the pirates were on the laptop each time.
0: You know what, man? It's I remember back when, like, I think probably twenty Basically, 2013 through 2015, I remember talking to people and being like, I'm going to have two TVs set up, and I'm going to pay more attention to the Pirates. But right now, why would I do that? I mean,
1: it's fair. You don't have to be a Debbie Downer to say that. The entertainment value just simply isn't with the Pirates right now. Regardless like if of how I much the Pirates
0: tonight, I'll watch them tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Twice tomorrow, actually.
0: I at Steelers. I got 15 games left. True and the same thing with Penguins hockey. I mean, if it's the playoffs, I'm going to tune into that over the Pirates. It, it is what it is. You can see what you want. That's it's all fair. I'm just when the Pirates are this bad, which I'm not complaining about, they probably need to be this bad. I'm just not going to be as motivated to tune in as I might have been before. Yeah. I,
1: I can I can totally totally get that from people. You know, it's bad enough for all of our mental health out, you know, what we're all going through. So to be stuck at home and have to watch the Pirates can certainly uh you know damper that even further. So again, right. I get it. Um but yeah, for the most part, I mean I always watch the Pirates games. This week, though, I, I wanna say, I mean, I don't think I've missed a game yet this season up until this week. And it was literally Every game up until tonight.
0: So, you know, man, I think I'm telling you that 13 through 15 run spoiled me because I know growing up, I did not miss many games. Since then, when they're bad, I have a heck of a time tuning in. And I will tune in, but we get it's more of a passive watching sometimes. I mean,
1: how much especially
0: like we're talking October. August September when it's clear they're out of it and it's like eh ah,
1: well, eh August September Next. was also the beginning of the season.
0: <laughs> I mean right, like, but I'm you know we're still like forty games right, in right <laughs> right, but I'm talking previous years like gotcha like the Craig Wilson years. Okay, well, wasn't saying still tuning in, wanting to watch every pit. Well, not watch every pitch, but at least watching almost all the games all the time. But that was a ride though let's see if they can win 81 games we got past that now it's all right if they win 81 games oh well whatever
1: well the, what, the thing i was going to say is like a valid question because you mentioned like 13 and 15 right and obviously mm-hmm. you know if you're a pirates fan you're certainly watching that i'm not going to go before 13 because i would say even like in 12 they're competitive even 11 so like right. what about the years exactly. of like oh yep. nine to 10 if you're talking like a three-year stretch? oh yeah i
0: was tuned in man
1: okay i was just again just interested i think the not people great, wanted <laughs> to know
0: Granted, that's a different animal compared to this year where we're talking about 10. I think you have, well, McCutchey made his debut in 09, I think. Is that right? Yeah. 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Neil Walker made his debut. Pedro made his debut in 10. So we're talking about a team that it felt like they were building something right now. It's Am I going to tune in to watch Eric Gonzalez and Jacob Stallings and Stephen Brault throw a magnificent what eight innings a night?
1: Nine, the full nine.
0: Did he did he go the whole nine? I yep. had to shut it off to jump on here, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I put the TV on here real quick as I was setting up. But yeah, he did go the full. Yeah, nine. I
0: was. But yeah, I mean, am I going to tune in to watch Stephen Brault who won't be a part of anything worthwhile in the future? It's tough. Stephen Brault, possibly
1: and, the best pitcher on the Pirates staff.
0: He had like a five-and-a-half-year rate coming into the day. Wow.
1: But, no, so uh, getting back to what you are saying, actually make a very valid point because that's going be my next question. Is, you know, like, well, what's the difference between 8 through 10 yeah. and right now? And you're right. You know, at least then you were watching the future. The future was here. And that's very much the difference because right now, it's as we joked in the to a degree like this offseason with Ryan and I like you can't call us a rebuild because literally they haven't rebuilt anything. It's the same stuff, it's right. the same team. And it's kind of in limbo. So to a degree, you're not watching the future at all. You know, I mean that's why I guess we're excited about Cabrian Hayes because we know he mm-hmm. is the future. But it's like on this team, who who is the future? We have no idea. Like even the, the likes of Brian Reynolds and Kevin Newman. You don't even really know if they're gonna be part of the future or not because like this this new regime hasn't made that stamp. You know, we don't see the new people coming. So you had the excitement of Kutch, like you mentioned, Neil Walker and such. So you wanted to watch them because you knew they were up next. That's the team coming. And right now it's just a bad team, bad players, and none that really intrigue you because they're probably not gonna be on the team when they're ready to play. So, you
0: know. Who Right. And, who and really even back ready? then it was even before that, it was all right. Maybe I might see my first winning season of my lifetime. Right, seen it. It wasn't that great. They got past the Wild card game, and now, now I'm just more annoyed than I was before. Like, what do you, what do you want from me here? I'm, I'm trying to watch them, but I can't watch a bunch of guys that won't be part of the future just not be good at baseball. Like I can grab my MOB app like last night. What they have three hits. I can watch all three of those hits and not waste three hours (laughs) of my life.
1: That's true. We need like the, the MOBs version of the NFL's red zone, right?
0: (laughs) Why do I want to tune into a team that has three hits in a night? Well, to watch Cabrian Hayes have four at bats.
1: Tonight was a little bit different.
0: Just remind me whenever he's up. Because aside from that, I might want to watch Josh Bell. I might want to watch Colin Moran just because I like Colin Moran. I don't want to watch these pitchers throw baseballs. I don't want to watch Eric Gonzalez get at bats. I don't want to watch Jacob Stallings get at bats. I don't want to watch JT Riddle get at bats.
1: Well, that's for sure.
0: I don't want to watch, I really don't want to watch Kevin Newman or Cole Tucker get at bats. So, what do you to just a casual? I'm not a casual pirates fan, but um, but in the grand scheme of things, when we're talking about a car, pirate, a casual pirates fan, what do they want to tune in for? Yeah, I, uh, I mean,
1: I, I feel you to a degree there. What I think it is is like I, I do, I do personally, like, I want to watch Kevin Newman, I want to watch Cole Tucker, like I want to watch these guys. But what makes it hard is the Pirates have been like bordering historically bad as far as offense and as a team, you know. So like you want to, but a lot of these players make it really, really hard to yeah. watch them. And I think that's the thing. So even like if you did want to watch them, it's kind of tough. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow, you know. And I think that's like when the Pirates do have a good game like tonight, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the overcorrection, you know. How excited are we right now? That a pitcher went over, but went, how excited are we that a pitcher went into the seventh inning? Let's not even talk about the complete game. How excited are we that a starting pitcher went to the seventh inning? You know what I mean? That shouldn't be this way right now. Like we should be—that's just the norm. But we actually were like you were seeing stats and people talk about, "Hey, Stephen Brels in the seventh, and this is only the what fifth time this happened this year." Jeez, like come on. <laughs>
0: If they're competitive, it's a different story. I mean, what what bullpen are we saving here? <laughs> and the thing, there are guys that could be contributors in the future. I mean, you you look at a guy like Brew Baker; mm. he's not a starter. I I think the guy has shown a lot that he's going to be a very valuable reliever going forward. I fully agree. You've seen positive signs out of uh, Chris Stratton. Mm-hmm. You see the positive signs out of uh, Rich Rod.
1: Our, our boy Pete, Frankie Howard, right?
0: Yeah, Frank Howard. Frank Howard. <laughs> Favorite player ever. Uh, you, there's glimpses of hope there, but I'm not watching them to watch guys that might be future relievers. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: honestly, it, they're not future relievers. These are our future trade chips because we know relievers are volatile right. and yeah. trade them as soon as they're good, especially right now in a rebuild. Like there's no reason to have a good bullpen in a rebuild and like this. So I would suspect all those guys on the trade block this offseason. But you're right. But let's let's get into this game a little bit. So, you know, again, tonight was a win. Their first win in over a week. They're kind of going off the rails because we need them to lose, Tyler, right? We've got to get that right, number one right. draft pick. Uh, Which God
0: knows if that'll happen.
1: <laughs> and, and Jim and I had our show yesterday, and we we discussed, you know, realistically how many wins could they finish off the rest of the year. And I think both of us kind of at like the three mark. Well, they already got the one tonight, so uh, I don't know. But yeah, so tonight they do go and win five to one. The offense was there. Nine hits. They had five walks. Like, Gregory Polanco didn't strike out. He, once again, looked good for one game. He actually hit the ball twice. I want to just mention this. Gregory Polanco hit the ball twice away. Technically. The north side notch, right? So, a little bit away from center field, right? A little bit on the opposite side. And then left field. So, that was kind of nice. There was twice he didn't pull the ball right to the second baseman. But he does get a double. Does get a home run. Even Josh Bell, like he's been heating up and looking good. He didn't get a hit, but he got a sacrifice fly, drove in a run. Like the bats were there. Then, of course, as we mentioned, Stephen Brault, the nine inning complete game, giving up just one run, two hits, two walks,
0: eight strikeouts. It's good to see Polanco cut a strikeout rate under 44%. <laughs> Another piece that's not going to be there in the future. And, yeah. Oh,
1: well, yeah. You- I mean,
0: you got Polanco. What he homered, drove him most of the runs basically.
1: Yep. Yeah. Three Stephen run Broth- shot there.
0: I mean, Stephen Broth throws a complete game. Fastball's up at 94. Change up looks good. Not going to be there in the future. Oh, <laughs> he's it's it's hard to get excited about even though I'm thrilled when they beat the Cardinals. Thrilled. You can't be though. They have to lose. I know. I know. But sweeping the Cardinals is never a bad thing. Like if they could pull off a sweep of the Cardinals. Are you, are you mad?
1: Oh no! I mean, really? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like, anytime you because the at the end of the day, and the thing what's is, that's not even as a Pirates time? fan. Like, as a baseball fan, I feel like the Cardinals right. are very similar in the sense of like the the the, the Patriots. That, yeah, not to that degree, because but they, it's like every team like to just no. On it's them.
0: to that degree. You think it's even that deep? get a yes because they just get a bunch of white guys that are unathletic. <laughs> they hit the crap out of a baseball. <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Okay. I mean, it's fair. It's, like I, I think a bunch it's of close, guys. No one else
0: wants, and they're, they end up good.
1: They're definitely that team that everyone hates, just
0: kind of for similar reasons. But yeah. Um, it's not like the Yankees that are just bought. The Yankees are like uh, football. Gosh. Oop. I mean, I don't want to say the, the Washington Patriots. football team. No, because the Yankees pay a bunch of people. I can't think of another team that pays a bunch of people and is good because in the NFL it doesn't have it. Oh, yeah, because they have a salary gap. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean Snyder, of course. You know the Washington football team yeah. you mentioned. That's that's a good point. I was gonna say, e- even it's although they have been building through the draft lately, I would say much like the Dolphins. The Dolphins, for some reason, just can't draft. They've never been drafting. Like they're always giving people ridiculous contracts, and then they're turning maybe, bad. Maybe, uh, but they're maybe, not good. Maybe, maybe. The Cowboys, yeah, there's not. Agree?
0: Yeah, maybe probably like the Cowboys. Yeah. Literally the Cowboys, they don't win.
1: The Rams.
0: Eh, I'd say more the Cowboys because they're America's team. They okay. don't win anything. There you go. Like the Yankees haven't been relevant in twenty years. Relevant to a degree.
1: They've been relevant. They just haven't won the
0: they haven't won the championship. Yeah, yeah so the Cowboys. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that yeah, that's a good call.
1: I forget how we got here, but we're here. I don't know either. So. Um <laughs> Oh, oh, beating the – sweeping the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, Cardinals. Oh, it's a good time.
0: That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's a good time until you don't get Kumar Rocker out of it.
1: I think the issue – like, I mean, the draft is so far away. There hasn't been baseball, so there's not a whole lot you can really go off of. But we kind of alluded to this, you know, because of the, the draft talk we had. You know, I don't think it's so much of a clear cut. I think there's a couple guys that can go number one. So it's like if we missed out on number one, but say the Pirates are like number two, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world. It's not as if like, oh, my God, you missed out on like Steve Strasberg or Bryce Harper, you know, something like that.
0: There's also that whole thing where it's nobody knows who the heck's going to draft number one, even if they have the worst record.
1: But Well, that's what I'm getting at, you know, (laughs) but it's going to be different, I think, from going like either number one or number two to being like five or seven again. So like I'm okay if the Pirates don't get the number one spot, but they have to get like top three, you know. Or yeah. what's, what was the point of the season? Like, I can't believe they're this bad and still get a top three draft
0: pick. And at the end of the day, if they're going to be a bad team, this is the best year to do it because I only had to watch three months of terrible baseball. <laughs> right. And, Which and also had C- on the live. other, but on the other side of it, if I had to watch three terrible months of baseball, can we at least do it with the guys that aren't playing minor league baseball? Right, right. Give me all the guys that are not playing and just throwing simulated games and taking batting practice, at least give them some reps because you're not getting better seeing the same pitchers every single day.
1: Well, news, Nick Gonzalez looks good in Altoona, apparently. Well, (laughs) and I, I love
0: Nick Gonzalez, but I mean, he's not, I want to see him actually play. Now, I'm not no, I'm not saying call him up. But just in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about a bunch of guys like him. He's in a different boat, but those guys that were triple A knocking on the door that were maybe quad A players, maybe guys like a Cabrian Hayes to the point where he got called up, would well, just call him up and let him play. Yeah. They're not getting better. What are you blocking them with? Why do I have to watch Eric Gonzalez play baseball? Why do I have to watch JT Riddle play baseball?
1: That's it. So, as a fan, of course, you're saying, well, I have to watch, you know, Eric Gonzalez. Now, as an organization, you're going to have to because I want to play him because, for one, I want to see if this is legit. For two, if it is legit, I want to showcase them to, you know, the rest of MLB and be like, hey, this is a guy that you can trade for. But the JT Riddle, like, that's it. Like, I'm tired of JT Riddle. There is absolutely no reason that JT Riddle's out there. Why was JT Riddle playing third base Sunday and not Gabriel Hayes? And even if it wasn't Gabriel Brian Hayes, why could it be Colin Rand and, you know, Bell at first? There's no reason mm-hmm. JT Riddle is, t- is having at-bats for the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Period. None. 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 You can tank without him. So for the tank commanders, you don't even need JT Riddle to tank. You can do it without him. I shouldn't have to watch him play. And there's no reason for him to take any at-bats from anybody else, especially Cabrian Hayes.
0: I mean, for God's sake, just call up Travis Swaggerty and let him play. I don't care. (laughs) Give me Oliva. Give me Oliva. Give me Oliva. Let Will Craig play. Crab, let Mason Martin play. I don't care. Let any of these guys that. Everyone that's in the scouting departments or, or rights for baseball America says they might be good, they might not.
1: Find out. Let's find out. Find out.
0: Find out. Because and you know what? Getting we
1: know J Turtle is not good.
0: Yeah. Check. <laughs> that we figured that out a long time ago.
1: I mean, hell, the Was Marlins, our- who were a terrible team, figure that out, which is why they DFA'd him.
0: And I know Blake Cederland had health issues. I mean, come on. Give me these types of dudes that maybe they they might just flame out real quick. I don't care.
1: You're finding out that's, now.
0: That's that's what this year's for.
1: Uh absolutely with you. And now Cedar Lynn did make his debut, finally. Thank God. It's nice.
0: Right. But I'm saying he cut his hair. Why, damn it? Why are we in September and he made his debut? Well, and I think like you said, I, like, I he had injuries the COVID and
1: I, And issues. Yeah. I mean, he was ramping up. And I know, I know, but at least, at least there's an excuse for that. There's no excuse for JT Riddle. Take what, like how you're saying. I mean, let's go back to what we talked about, you know, weeks before we're talking about different prospects and such, right? Like, Uh Will Craig is 25 years old. Call him up. What's what's the point? Well, I think, what are we doing? He, maybe he's 24. I forget. But regardless. like oh, no, he's, he's
0: 25, I think. Is
1: it five? I couldn't remember if 25. Yeah. Or if he's turning 25 soon.
0: He is so, pretty much not a prospect anymore.
1: Well, that's it. Like, there's no point of him staying down. You know, you want to talk about service, he is time, proliferation.
0: He's the same age as Andrew Lambeau when he came up. Like,
1: okay. <laughs> so, right. Like, there's no I, point of having him down. Like, he should be up. Like, Jared Oliva. He should be up. You know, they're old enough where you don't even have to play that game. And these guys aren't top end prospects. You know, it's, it's not as if we need to keep these guys here and give them this extension so we can keep them until around age 33 mm-hmm. for cheap and such. Like, no, you can let them go. They're going to be, you know, 31, 32 anyways, the yeah. way they're hanging around, you know, in the minor league. So, yeah, like those guys should be up here. Get JT Riddle out, get those guys up here. And at least you're starting to see what they can do.
0: Yeah, I mean, and go back to the Cardinals. I think we've seen them do that a thousand, and a million, billion times.
1: Yeah, but it just works out for them a million, billion times. Every time.
0: It really does, but, I mean, at least they try it. You
1: know how Instead, you joked we, last week? We get
0: the minor league retreads that come up.
1: <laughs> you know how you joked last week on Clemente Day how you just didn't know who was who? You don't know anyone's numbers anyways. Yeah. but, like, now you don't even know who's who and – that's that's how I think everybody is with the Cardinals. I never know who anyone on the Cardinals yeah. is because like you just literally don't know. Never heard of this guy before. Top prospect list? Nope. But here he is, hitting three twenty. Why not?
0: Right. Like a uh, Matt Adams, like a uh, Matt Carpenter. These guys like mid-teens draft picks. They just rake through the minors. And they're like, nope, up, 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 and majors. <laughs> Figure out if you're good or not. Right. Instead, we got the Pirates. It's like, hey, I know we. like. Let's just say a guy like Matt Haig. I know he didn't work out. But the amount of time they just were like, no, he's not going to be good. No, he's not going to be good. Well, he's a quad A player. Give the guy a chance. And I'm not talking about Matt Haig in particular, but I'm just saying. Even a Jose Asuna, who I don't like. But guys like that. Just shoot him up. Give him a shot. The Pirates don't do that. It doesn't matter what regime we're in. They don't do it. It seems that
1: way. Yeah.
0: Can I don't want to mark retread. this regime
1: with that stamp yet because I know, yeah, you're right. it, it just is yeah. a weird season. Like anything and everything right. to talk up, I disagree with what they're doing. You know, as we're discussing here, these guys should be up but I'm not going to stamp this organization saying it's the same as before yeah. in doing so. I'll you're at least right. give them next year to find out, but you are they're not above this type of right. criticism.
0: Yes, you're probably right on that, but I'm just lashing out on the old regime where <laughs> it was, we got a bunch of minor league retreads and we got to watch, gosh, I can't even remember who all came up and it was like a Jason Nix and Brent Morrell and guys like that were it's like, what are we doing here? What These are guys we are, are obviously here, not good. Just give, us, give the guys a shot that are probably not good, but we know we at least aren't sure they're not good.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I think is funny is, you know, to coin the term, like let the kids play. That's kind of the issue is these aren't even kids. Like we're asking for men yeah. to come to the field and, yeah. and play. Like, let these men play. They're 25 years old. These aren't kids anymore. Let the men play.
0: I'm with you. It's... I don't want to... You're right. I should not blame this regime on it yet. But give me about a year, and I'll probably hate them too.
1: I mean, I'll give you a
0: week. (laughs) No, I will give them another year, and we'll see what happens. But...
1: By the way, just to this, point out, still dangerous. 11 for 14, Tyler. 160, yes, 67 yards and two touchdowns. Woke up feeling dangerous today, Tyler.
0: Man, my bet was that uh, Joe Burrow would have over .5 touchdowns. He did that the first quarter, so I don't care anymore.
1: I like it. wasn't to Mixon, but I'll take it. It is all right.
0: I know. I got Joe Mixon, too. My Do you? Rangers all right. Team's- Dude, I have Mixon and Connor. Not a good first week for me. Oh. Not okay. good.
1: I hope you got Benny Not Snell good. The future starting running back.
0: Sure didn't.
1: Not I have, actually, I got Kamara and Mixon. Huh. Because I Must traded be nice. and got two first-round picks.
0: <laughs> Must be nice. I got uh, Tyreek and Mixon. All right. I, well, actually, that's... That's good. I think I went Tyreek mixing Connor. No, I went Tyreek mixing. I think I went Connor in the third because for some reason I just had hope.
1: Oh, well, sorry about the luck. Yeah, yeah, well, bad day. Anyways, so again today, I mean, it was a nice game. Hopefully, we don't have too many more of these because we need that <laughs> number one pick. Um, and Jim did put it in the chat here. Jim did say, so we still have a two-and-a-half game cushion. <laughs> so okay, we're still sitting all right, Tyler. We're still sitting okay.
0: Until they come out but, with they're going to combine last year's record with this year's, and then... All right, so then i to like the third pick or something stupid.
1: And see, that, that was just speculation. I just want to put it out there, but like... None of this is above Manfred. Uh, I'm worried. now. I guess just to kind of bring this up, because... Mm-hmm. I think it was Mike in Illinois that brought it up on Twitter. And there was like a lot of discussion. And I kind of chirped in again because I was busy and I wasn't watching the actual baseball game. But I was going here and there just kind of catching up with it. It's it's like I, I know there hasn't been talk. Like Manfred hasn't come out and said like he's going to do something different. But in the same sense, it's not as if he came out and said, well, everything's going to remain the same. Yeah. And I'm not above – like I t- – t- listen, this is Rob Manfred we're talking about. Yeah. I worry. We are are talking
0: about a league that decided how many playoff teams were going to be in during the season.
1: You're talking about a league that's deciding how many playoff teams are going to go in the next season,
0: and the next season after that.
1: And as we discussed a little bit on Wednesday, and we'll get here as well shortly. Yes, I'm nervous. I don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be a draft? They can combine season records? Are they going to just appoint picks? I don't know. I'm just nervous about it. Until I hear it's going to go based off of this year's record, I'm going to believe it's going to be different because it's Rob Manfred and he wants change. Doesn't have to make sense. Doesn't make good change. Change is change and change is good. I think that's his motto.
0: He's terrible. (laughs) He's so bad. The guy is so bad at his job. I still don't think he's even – like, I think he walks into his office every day and his secretary goes, hey, uh, you want to take a look at this report about the Red Sox cheating? Nope, nope, nope. I'm good. We're going to push that off as long as we can. <laughs> Hold up. Because <laughs> he just ignored that forever until it went away.
1: You're <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the Astros got lucky as hell. You want to talk about yeah. a team – that's enjoying this season. I mean, how lucky! Well, are thankfully, the it was
0: just a piece of metal. Well, that part, yeah.
1: But like, you're right. Well, nothing about the Red Sox, which yeah. also, which is funny. Talk about the Astros and nothing going on. Like Joe Kelly like, oh, again. Let's go back to the Red Sox, former player Joe Kelly. But yeah, nothing swept under the rug. However, though, we don't care about cheating. But let's get all the teams into the playoffs. 16 team playoffs going on to the future likely. How do you like that, Tyler? Let me give you your platform right now.
0: So I know you guys spoke about this a little bit on uh, your little Starbucks show that can be caught. What are the days it's on? Is it every day? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. I didn't think it was every day. That's right. Company man. Uh, I know. Look, like what do you want from me? I nine o'clock. I'm working, unlike some people.
1: Jim, are we as pathetic as the pirates?
0: I actually have a job that I need to go to and can't just watch Starbucks on my Wednesday. Mm. Anyhow, imagine. I know. I know. Jim was not on board with this whatsoever because I listened to his like fifteen thousand minute rant. I was like. 15 seconds, but I actually don't hate it. I don't now. You
1: don't like, hold on. You don't hate the 16 teams. I don't. Okay. Okay. Hello.
0: <laughs> I don't hate it. And I know Jim laid it all out. And if you want to hear all of his arguments, go ahead and listen to yesterday's episode. I don't hate it. You're on a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. And if it gives me a reason to watch baseball in August and September, I'm all the way in. I don't care if it's bad for the sport. If my team can win with getting to the playoffs with 80 wins and I can watch some meaningful baseball in October, I'm okay with it. I'm super okay with it just because I need a reason to watch this team in a race. That's where I'm at. I I don't care. I want my pirates to be worth something. I can't watch them be bad and not want to watch them anymore after the trade deadline. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I need something. <laughs> okay. I need a reason to watch them. Please give me a reason.
1: So I'm kind of going to do you like I did Jim, right? So let me play devil's advocate because I think, and let me question, follow up with this, but it, it appears to me as if you are definitely looking at this through a Pirates lens, you know, as a Pirates fan, yeah. As a Pittsburgh Pirates, you like this, right? Yep. Okay. Now, I'm Rob Manfred's secretary. Okay. As he ignores you, you, as you said. You are Rob Manfred, and I come to you and I say, "Hey, Rob." You know, I was just talking to my seven year old nephew and he just mentioned how, you know, he hasn't been able to watch the Pirates (laughs) into a playoffs since 2015 when he was three. So Mm -hmm. he was wondering if you could maybe make, I don't know, 16 teams into playoffs. And you as Rob Manfred, who's in control of the entire MLB, right? He doesn't Mm -hmm. care about the Pirates. Honestly, we know that he doesn't care about the small markets. We know that. He cares about TV revenue, he cares about revenue, and he cares about revenue, right? And among Mm -hmm. that, he cares about
0: revenue. So
1: he is in charge of all...
0: Did you forget to mention revenue? (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay. So
1: he's in charge of all of MLB. He has, regardless of how you think he's handling it, he has identified there are issues within MLB in the game and its future. So he has to make this product better, more marketable, you would assume. And he's going with this in an MLB lens, not just a Pirates lens, an MLB lens. Do you <laughs> think, honestly, for the game, this is small picture, big picture? You know, I, I Honestly, how do you view this with 16 teams getting in, much like the NBA and NHL?
0: I said earlier, it's probably not good for the game but uh, it's probably not good for a larger market team because when you're up, I don't, you're 20 games up. What do you care to watch anymore? But at that point, what do you, you know, you're in the playoffs for a smaller market team. Like, say the Pirates, say the Royals, say whoever you want to say. How I would like to see the numbers of eyeballs that are lost in August and September and see how that compares when they're competitive, because we're talking about a Pirates team that I can't imagine that they have. Like, just go back to 2012 when they collapse. Mm -hmm. It was prior to September there's no way they had nearly as many eyeballs as they did when they were in the playoff race. So in that perspective, I would say that it could be okay for the game actually, because we're talking about smaller markets being worth a crap at that point or not even smaller markets, just teams that aren't competitive or aren't great. Like even the Mets, They win 75, 80 games every year. How many of the Mets fans are going to keep tuning in? I'd say a lot more than they are now. So is it worth it in the grand scheme of things? Maybe, maybe not. My opinion is that I don't want to watch baseball in December. So let's maybe shorten Mm -hmm. the regular season if we're going to do this. Okay. But that's not going to happen. So I'll take what I can get and maybe watch some competitive baseball for a little while and maybe not just watch a 5 1 win against the Cardinals and not make a move on my couch and, oh, they're winning 5 1. Like, yeah.
1: So I want to say that I do agree. And I brought this up with Jim. Like, I do agree. Obviously, going to 16 teams, you're now going to have 16 markets. Well, obviously, more than 16 because there'll still be someone in the hunt, right? But you're going to open up to some more markets that are going to be paying attention and watching and maybe a little more excitement. Again, like the Pirates, right? So even though they're not good, they're still in a playoff hunt. As you mentioned, now you're watching truthfully meaningful games, even though they're having around 500 in September, right? So I do think this does open up some some avenues in that sense for baseball. Instead of just New York, Boston, L.A., you know, always involved. Now maybe the Pirates, you know, well, the Mets, but they're still New York. You know, Kansas City has more opportunities and chances. You know, Minnesota has more opportunities and chances. Even Tampa Bay, you know, hell Miami. So like you could open things up that way. And I think that's where potentially this was the mindset of this. Like this is the way you get more playoff teams, you get more people involved, more fans grow the game. But what I think it hinders, and I want to challenge you something, except so what you said when you're the Dodgers and you're up 20, are you going to watch games in August, September? I think it's fair to say, but at the same time, I disagree. And you know why? Do Steeler fans just suddenly not watch football because they're too good?
0: There's uh, only 16 games, so. It's
1: yeah, well, okay. Okay, that's fair. That That's fair. The but better
0: thing would do Lakers fans stop watching games because they're so big. No, they don't.
1: We're we're Bulls fans in the nineties, like just not watching Bulls games now because they got enough lead. No. You know? And on top of that too is it they're that good because they have those type of players and that much talent. You want to see Clayton Kershaw pitch. Right? You want to see <laughs> Mookie Betts out there. And playing. So, like how we're talking about it's hard to watch the Pirates. It's very easy to watch. It's very easy to watch the Padres right now. It's very easy to watch the Dodgers right now. If they're up by 20 games, I'm probably still tuning in. And maybe, again, the casuals, I I don't know. Maybe you're right. That's something we'll see. But I think what I do fear is what we're talking about is when you have 16 teams go in, is the need of having a Kershaw and a Mookie Betts. And all these people on your team, that much of a need. Or the Dodgers, like, think about this year, or they say, you know what? We're good enough. We don't even need to make that trade for Mookie Betts this year. They go in it. You know, you have more of that, like, Neil Huntington feel as a GM. Like, right. we're, 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 we don't need to be great. We need to be good. We'll reassess the deadline and we'll go from there. And there's now not a need to really go out and get too many key people and i think it could water down the top
0: teams a bit so here's the flip side of that how many of those star players like a mike trout get into the playoffs if you expand the playoffs
1: that's it. You want it? <laughs> Mike Trout. You, because that's I'm the saying, only inept organization in the entire MLB that can't get into the playoffs okay, with a Mike well, Trout.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, let's look at a, the but, Phillies right now. We're, we're Bryce Harper. Okay. But like guys like that, MBAs fuel fueled with star power. You give me those guys in the playoffs, Mike Trout can't make it in. There's only six teams that make it in. Like what? Or Five? My what are they five? I don't can't remember. Good lord. But yeah, by the way, you yeah, g- yeah five. Ten in total. I don't know why I said six. But you your star power in there. You get the guys that can pop up and give the personality. You can get that star power if you have more teams in. So a guy, say let. For some god-awful reason, the Pirates make it into us. Like, 16-team playoff. Mm -hmm. Just think of a guy like a, a Brian Hayes getting a little limelight. One of those personalities that can get in. And maybe it's not the best way to showcase your star players, but... It's at least a way to get some darn eyeball, eyeballs on them.
1: Okay. So here we go again. That's a good point. That's a good point. More teams, more stars. Now, now your stars are being showcased, right? But doesn't that just, again, give an excuse for Rob Manfred to not market those players and not give them the platform? Like, why do we have to sit through the end of March all the way through September to finally find and see out who our stars are in the MLB because of these playoffs. I yes. get what you're saying. I mean, that would be a positive for this. But that also just goes to show how terrible Rob Manfred is and MLB in general at doing what they should be doing.
0: Well, I mean, Mike Trout's an anomaly. The guy does not even want to be marketed. The guy's he in is. LA, and he just wants to exist.
1: That's That's totally fair. And I get that. It is. You can only do but. so much. Clearly, he doesn't. So I'm not going to go full balls to the wall that they're terrible. They can't do this for Mike
0: Trout. Right. But if you get if you do this, you give – if for some reason the Angels make the playoffs, you give Shohei Atani and Mike Trout in the playoffs, you don't think people are going to be watching a little bit. The casuals are going to be like, oh, where are these two guys. Because when there's only 16 teams compared to 30 – the eyeballs are going to follow who's the real deal. Like, I mean, look at the NBA. Look at Jamal Murray. I did not know who the hell Jamal Murray was. I, I thought he was some 30-year-old guard.
1: I still don't. Because he's that just a anything. casual name.
0: Dude puts up 40 for the Nuggets all the time. Now, all I hear about is Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray. You watch Mike Trout in the playoffs. Mike Trout hits three home runs, show it. A tawny, hits a homer and throws seven innings shutout pay a little more attention it's going to turn a little more into a players league and i hate rob manfred but i don't hate the idea
1: okay i I still disagree and it's okay it's okay because like where i'm heading with this too is that the idea of that is great and i can get on board that more exposure to the players is excellent but like so the Angels get into the playoffs and they are playing two games because they get swept by the Yankees, whoever it is at that point in time, where there's two games beneficial, where there's two games the reason to do this entire season this way.
0: No, that's why I said let's shorten the season because I don't want to watch 162 games. I don't okay. have ha- I don't have half of my year to watch baseball. (laughs) Like, would you narrow this down? I am spending, if I watch all 162, I'm spending half of my year going home at seven o'clock and watching the Pirates probably lose the game. (laughs) At the very least, you can give me a reason to do so. And I don't want to watch baseball into December either. So so we have to shorten it.
1: That's, So there'll be a two-part thing, okay? And I'll tie this all together. So just give me a minute here. So I think my problem, and I think what Jim and I definitely agreed on here as well, is that the real issue with the expanded ones, he made this a really good point to compare it to NBA, right? When you have a number one versus a number eight seed, how many times is that number eight seed going to be the number one? I mean, truly. How many many. times is that eight seed going to be the number one? So, not many, but it is exposure, it's still a game, but like 95% of the time, that number one seed's going as they should, you know. And you continue with the playoffs now, even though that like it's a is it a best of five series right now in the playoffs where they do seven? I can't remember. Seven is it seven to begin with? Okay, so then right there off the bat, right? The first series though is a number one and a number eight, and the disparity you know, is great between the two and the odds are number one's going to win and they have seven games to do it in. Well, we see what the wild card is. It's a one game play. We know what baseball is and baseball's so different that there's so many circumstances on any given night. Truly, a team like the Pirates can go ahead and beat the, the... Stephen Brault can shut down the St. Louis cards, right? And I think that's the fear and problem I have and we'll get to the next part. But in a 162-game season, you play six months of baseball. And then it's decided in like two or three games, and you're out of the playoffs. So that's my problem. If I'm going to get on board with this 16-team playoff format, right? I think there has to be, and it doesn't mean I'm on board with it, but I think there has to be a complete adjustment to the way it's played. You can't have 162 games. It's got to cut down. Because the playoffs have to expand. And that's how you're going to have true meaningful playoffs. And to your degree. If you're going to get those stars in there. They're going to be in there for a bit of time. You know. The playoffs have to be. Like a two month process almost. You're cutting this, the season down to maybe 130 games. And and now you're, you have this huge, think of it like a March Madness type of thing. I mean, you have this huge bracket of teams that are playing a lot of games with each other and they're cutting down because you can't have these eight seeds upsetting the one seeds time and time again because then again, you're going down to it. Are the Dodgers truly going to invest all this time and money into this team right now? No, because we've been kicked in the butt how many times? So why is it worth it? We'll put together a good enough team, see where we stand, and go from there.
0: So you're saying, are you saying that it's not comparable to the NBA because MLB is more volatile? Yeah. Like the – Yeah. Okay, I agree. I do agree with that. Um, and uh, not to yeah. cut you
1: off, but and to compound it, it's always been done this way that the first rounds are shorter. Right. So an eight, you right. know, the Pirates beating the Cubs two out of three can happen. Yeah. But Did I say? The Cubs? Yeah. Well I guess they would be a probably one seed, but still regardless, they're beating but. the Dodgers. <laughs>
0: I guess it's yeah, I you gotta shorten the regular season. That's really what it comes down to if you're gonna do this because no you're not playing playoff baseball in Pittsburgh in November or December. I don't see how they would make that possible anywhere in the north to be honest. But my dog's whining right behind me. Um, lost my train of thought because of him. Anyhow, it's, yeah, it's completely different than basketball because of the volatility of it, of the whole thing. However, you mentioned Dodgers, why are they not going to go for it? At that point, I think you might see more of a transition into, all right, well, we need the best pitching staff that we can find. So I think everybody will adjust and it also gets it, it's going to get more eyeballs on everything. Even though you like we said earlier the Dodgers who might be 20 games up, maybe they lose some viewership late in the season because nobody cares anymore. They're going to be playing a Pirates so they line up all the time, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, it gives a lot of people a reason to continue to watch the sport. And it gives the stars that might not be on one of the better, the marquee teams, a chance to showcase who the hell they even are. Cause the pirate or the MLB sure doesn't do it.
1: <laughs> right. We know that.
0: I mean, it's, I mean, it's not really a good situation regardless of what you want to do, but if you look around all the major four sports, the, MLB is the only one that does it like this. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason they're they're falling into the least popular category. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not the right situation for it, but something's got to give here.
1: Okay. Th- I mean, it's fair. That's fair. I still think you're correct. I mean, it is falling off. I still think this is just, going back to Manfred, a change that's just a change.
0: Yeah. Doesn't it might be a Band-Aid.
1: Good. But I think that uh, we're both on board. If it I'm goes this it. route, it's got to be a shortened season. And I oh, think yeah. – and to expand upon that, that's how I feel. Like if they do go the 16 teams, not only just a shortened you know, season, but the playoffs have to be very meaningful. You can't just have yeah. the first round – especially being, you know, the wild card thing like oh a in <laughs> game. You can't have a one game, you know, but you can't you can't have like even a three or five like I, everything has to be at least seven game series. Has to be. And then at least then you are truly getting all that exposure and there's now mm-hmm. to go forth there's now actual true meaningful baseball for a longer time because you have like a two month almost playoff in baseball yeah. and not just like one month you know for 2 months you're actually seeing playoff baseball cuz the season's now cut down like you said like you know like the 130 120 mark whatever it is you know and and you're still what like games 90 through 120 are very meaningful cuz it's still what teams are getting in and then you're getting a true 2 months of true meaningful playoff baseball that's the only way i can see this working and i'm still not saying i'm on board i'd have to see whatever that proposal is and look at it or whatever but that's to me the only way I could sign off and agree to this. Really, they just gotta
0: find a way to beat the weather. That's what it comes down. They gotta find a way to beat this weather because there's no team that's gonna play l- mid-November baseball in the playoffs.
1: And not, not even the that weather
0: means Beating the weather also means, hey, maybe we shorten the season. I don't know.
1: But the thing, is, yeah, like it's not even so much the weather because. Take it. Take it with a route. If every team played in a dome, you still don't want to be playing baseball in November because in two months you got to report for spring training again. And these pitchers are going to be killing themselves. Yeah. So like, it's not even the weather aspect. It's just the yeah. nature of the game in itself, too. You can't
0: be doing that. And to be honest, I, I'm not watching baseball from April to November. <laughs> That's so long. Think about
1: if you're an actual player, too. Oh, my God. All these kids are like no, I'm Report not being a in February.
0: Player. You guys get December and January off. Have fun.
1: Wow. All the divorces. I am go- yeah. I'm going to law school right now. I'm just going to be the MLB divorce divorce lawyer.
0: November is the earliest they're done <laughs> if they expand. Yeah. Cuz they are already what like the last week of October.
1: Hmm? So you, I mean you're doubling <laughs> you have, you're basically doubling it because even though we say ten teams, right it's a one it's a it's one, one game, game. playing basically for right. two of them and they're done, so now you're down to eight, so I mean to truly do this, yeah, you're talking at least another month so and so you're basically Damn. done December 1st, and then you report January
0: 14th <laughs> I'm not spending my Thanksgiving watching baseball. I'm not.
1: You're going to have baseball, football, and then NBA, right?
0: And hockey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If that's going to happen, we got to figure something better out. We got to find a way to do it. But if we're going to do it, I'm not watching this thing in November.
1: 2020 gave us no sports. 2021 would be like, all right, guys, this is too much sports. I I can't take it.
0: Yeah. I'm (laughs) at that point right now.
1: Yeah, this is too much. I'm going to go watch Netflix. For real? Mm.
0: I kind of miss not having sports. It was pretty great. Like I just go to bed at 10 o'clock.
1: Yeah, well, try having a podcast on it.
0: Yeah, those are good days. <laughs> great days. Just ooh, wait, we're what? Ooh, ooh. What are we, what? One week away from the end of the season? What happened?
1: Oh, it was chubb. I, th- I thought maybe someone got dangerous. It's now twenty eight thirteen. Chubb had a touchdown.
0: What are we? What is it? One more from Sunday. It's one week. The Pirates here. Oh yeah. But, thank God. I'm ready to move on to the off season. Just I want the fun stuff to happen, like signing, stuff like that. I want that.
1: Well, for the people that know, yeah, I I love the off season
0: way better way better
1: it it just is what it is for me too like that's like when i play madden you know career mode i wanted to build a team i don't really care about playing the games i mean i did but you know i, I love the career i love the gm aspect of it so yeah the off seasons works out for me too not oh, to say so i don't better. like the season because of course i love it
0: i just love the offseason a little bit more I like the debate part of it. Right now, what are we debating? Are the Pirates bad? Yes. Yes. Right.
1: Is Manfred terrible?
0: Yes. Yep. Yep.
1: yep. Well, I think that pretty much sums up our show then. Yeah. Talking about prolonging this, we've gone an hour now. I think the All people right. are, have had enough.
0: I'm sure they have.
1: Seems like the Bengals have had enough. So, anything you wanted to uh, say to wrap this up?
0: Nah, I'm cool. All
1: right. Well, there it is, ladies. He's cool. Check him out. Look at that hot stud right there.
0: Still feeling dangerous. Mm, mm.
1: All right. So we'll be back. We'll catch y'all later.
0: Bye-bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts.